Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. The fourth quarter is here and it's time for savvy strategic investors like you to take action. Creating a tax-efficient, inflation-adjusted income strategy now can help you stay ahead of the game later, and that's where we want to start today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, we have a lot to cover today. Going to be a great show. Tell me, as we are in the fourth quarter, what's on your year-end checklist to help your clients get ready for the year 2023, which I'm going to have to get used to trying to say. That's hard. I mean, that's hard hard to say, 2023. And man, but it's going to be here before we know it, right? We're going to blink our eyes and and it's going to be January 1st and and we're going to be into 2023. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of questions about what 2023 is going to bring us, but but we got to get through 2022 first. And um, as we head in or, or in this fourth quarter now, there are some things that, that folks need to be cognizant of and be ready for and some things that they can be doing proactively. I mean, one thing I would look at is, you know, making sure that for those that are still working, um, that we're, we're maxing out our 401ks if we can, that we're, if we, if we have the ability to put some money, extra money in, in IRAs and, and, and max those things out. But that's definitely one area that that we want to be focused on when it comes to retirement planning, year-end planning, just really looking back over the year and thinking, okay, what shortfalls do I have? What things can I be doing to make 2023 a better year? Absolutely. I mean, we we just want to get ahead of the game. And I think, Philip, one of the things a lot of people think about when they are uh, trying to look ahead, plan ahead we think about things like taxes. What are some opportunities to help us potentially lower our tax bill in the future? I feel like that's something a lot of people are probably thinking about when they think about next year. It is. And so there's a couple of things I want to I want to talk about here when it comes to, you know, getting some tax deductions. And it's it's harder now, Jen, because right. when when the Trump tax law changes came into effect, the standard deduction went up so high that for a married filing jointly, I mean, that's $26,000, $27,000. you got to get over the hump mm-hmm. before anything really benefits you. So so for most folks out there, it is it is difficult to do. But but there may be a few folks out there that could can benefit from a couple things. And one would be uh, bunching up your charitable deductions, right? Let's bunch up all our deductions in one year. So let's make two years worth of charitable contributions in one year. Let's pay two years worth of property taxes in one year. Um, Those things may be enough to get you over that hump. Now, don't get me wrong. You got to have the cash to do it, right? So, so it's not doable for everybody, but for those that can, it may make sense to do that. For those that have IRAs that are, 70 and a half or 72 and they have to start taking their required minimum distributions well there's and if they're charitably inclined that that helps too um you know there's this thing called a uh, qualified charitable distribution qcd you can use that to make your charitable contributions and it it actually takes the place of your required minimum distribution and it has its tax benefits. You don't have to pick that up as taxable income. So that's a huge win uh, when we start talking about year-end planning and, and things we can be doing. Could this be a good time to discuss a strategy for Social Security? Is is that maybe an opportunity or, or something to be thinking about here in this last part of the year? Well, I think that if you're not taking it yet, absolutely. I had one client that kind of made a mistake this year because she didn't oh, come shoot. talk to me first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she um, she started taking her Social Security and she had waited, you know, her normal retirement age, I think, was like 66 and some odd months. And and she waited until she was like 67. It was, it was a couple of that may have been a year past where she could have started taking and get full retirement. 
and they asked her, did she want to, you know, she could go back to that original date and, and they would just send her a check. Well, she wasn't, you know, it didn't make any, why not? Right. So mm-hmm. now all of a sudden we drop in, um, all this social security into this tax year. And we had only anticipated, uh, you know, about a third of that. So it, um, yeah, make sure that when you start doing some of those things that, that you do talk to your advisor, because, you know, we had planned some Roth conversions and some other things that we were going to do. And now we've got to recalculate to determine what makes sense for her. So, so those are things that you, you definitely want to plan out and make sure you're making the right choice when it comes to even Social Security. So let's talk a little bit about, Philip, as, as we talk about things like taxes, things like Social Security. Talk a little bit about your core retirement design, how this process can help us learn about some of these opportunities and address some of these different areas. Absolutely. So we developed this core retirement design about a year and a half ago uh, because we saw folks that needed some help in some specific areas, especially when we talk about risk and and making sure that they're organized and ready for retirement. We want to make sure that they're not paying too much in fees and costs and that type of stuff in their portfolio. And we want to put together an a an optimized risk match portfolio that matches up really and truly with the amount of risk that they can withstand, you know, without freaking out all the time. And so we developed our core retirement design to walk through that process. I'd love to sit down and and have a conversation with folks about our core retirement design. It really does help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. Then give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design where we'll help you design that retirement you always dreamed of. That number again, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is the president and CEO of Statler Financial Services here in Sebring. Talking today about what goes on our year-end checklist, which is is just crazy to think about how quickly the last part of the year flies by. But this happens each and every year, so we, we know that this is going to happen. Philip, here's one of those other things that we don't want to get lost in the shuffle. Uh, people who turned 72 this year need to make sure they've taken their required minimum distributions this year. Talk a little bit about what they need to know. Yeah. So, you know, this year, if you turn 72, it's time to take that required minimum distribution and um, and it has to be taken by the end of the year. Now, now here's a couple of things you need to understand is, is you have to calculate it for every single IRA you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have to take it all out of one. You can take it uh, you can take it out of one, you can take it out of all of them. But you have to calculate it based on each each account balance. So you need the right um, total amount, but how right. which accounts you take it out doesn't matter as much as just the the amount is the big Exactly. Deal. Okay. Making sure you get that total right. Okay. So that's the most important thing, but I would also again kind of reiterate that if you're charitably inclined and you've not taken your required minimum distribution yet, then you have an opportunity to gift that required minimum distribution directly to a charity and be able to not have to pick that up as income. And, and that can be a big deal for folks because, you know, some people, um, their required minimum distribution gets pretty big. I mean, the, the first year you have to take it, it's somewhere around 3.7 to 3.8, maybe even 4% of the total of your, your IRA. So that number can can add up if you've got a half a million, a million dollar IRA. And so it may make sense at the end of the year just to use that as your 2023 charitable contribution. And instead of having to pick it up as income, now you've gifted it to your, your church, your charity, whatever mm-hmm. you know organization you like to benefit. When we're talking about those required minimum distributions, Philip, are there any options for minimizing those to to help potentially lower our taxes or are there any strategies or options there? So the QCD that I've talked about, the Uh other thing, it it takes a little bit of planning before you hit age 72, right, is doing some Roth conversions. If you do Roth conversions 10 years before you have to start taking your required minimum distribution, man, you might be able to actually eliminate RMDs altogether because that, 
you know, taking that five to 10 years, you may be able to reduce your traditional IRA and convert it all to a Roth. That's an area I think it makes a lot of sense. Now, there are some caveats within that, right? Because doing that Roth conversion increases your income for those years. So it may mean that if you're taking Social Security, it may mean more your Social Security becomes taxable. If you're on Medicare and you, you can hit some of those thresholds where now your Medicare uh, premium goes up because you, you've hit a certain threshold um, or your even your Medicare Part D can go up as well because those are kind of income based. So those things can um can, can cause some issues. And so you need to make sure that when you are start looking at your Roth conversions, that you're taking those things into consideration. And I would really consider if you're going to do that to make sure that you're consulting with a qualified tax advisor, because it, because otherwise it can be painful. So, so <clears throat> if we are working with somebody, Philip, some sort of financial professional, they have not started talking to us about some of these things, financial tactics for 2023, getting together for a strategy session, what should we do? You know, I think that number one, reach out. Why Why haven't we contacted them? Because at, at this point in time, we should be talking about QCDs. We mm-hmm. should be talking about, I mean, in our reviews, that's one of the things we're really hitting home for people that are, you know, taking required minimum distributions is, and I have some clients that just won't change, but, but that's a focus we look at. Why aren't you getting that proactive, you know, tax help? to help get you through this year and, and pay the least amount of taxes possible. So really, when we're talking about taxes, we we just need to recognize that today's federal income tax rates could be the lowest you'll see for the rest of your life after they went down with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. But we talk about this so much, Philip, because those rates expire come 2026. So at this point, it's not a matter of if, but when taxes will go up. That's why we spend so much time talking about this, right? It is. And it's become a real focus. You know, I don't want folks to assume that that you won't be impacted by the tax increase because you're not a big corporation or you're not, quote, wealthy enough. I bet just about everyone listening has a few areas where they can become a little bit more tax efficient with their retirement strategy. You know, I want to help you understand the potential impact taxes can have on your retirement savings. I want to help you learn about ways to reduce or possibly even eliminate taxes in retirement. And lastly, I want to help you create an income strategy so that your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to last. Look, if you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, give me a call at 863-285-3815, and we can help you go over these retirement accounts, uncover what tax uh, savings possibilities are out there, what liabilities may be hidden down there that you're not seeing, Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Give us a call. Schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. We'll make sure that you're being as tax efficient as possible and make sure you have the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Remember, there's just a short window of opportunity to take action to help keep taxes from taking too much of a bite out of your savings. It can mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket. 863-285-3815. More insights from Philip coming up next. Stay with us. How will the upcoming election affect your retirement portfolio? Set up your complimentary meeting to discuss these topics and more with Philip Statler, 863-285-3815, 863-285-3815. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. 
863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. StatlerFinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And if you're wondering who is likely to be more comfortable and confident with their retirement, well, there are a few things you can do to help secure your financial future, and Philip's going to help bring Break this all down for us. Because, Philip, we found this study here from the Employee Benefit Research Institute. And they went and they were asking people who are in retirement and who say they are comfortable, they feel comfortable. And they asked, what are some things that they have done? And everybody who said they were comfortable in retirement has done the same four things. So we want to share these four keys to a comfortable retirement with our listeners today. And the first one, all these people who responded to this survey who said they're comfortable in retirement, the first thing they all did, they went into retirement with little or no debt. You know, Jen, I, I would think that and you and I would think that that's a no-brainer, mm-hmm. right? And, and really, it, it is a no-brainer because every dollar that you owe someone else is a dollar that you can't use to, to help create or use for retirement income. Now, I will take a step further than that and, and just give you some experiences, right? Okay. As I look back over my uh, almost 20 years of being a registered investment advisory firm and the folks I've met with, those folks that, that did that one thing, retired with little or no debt, mm-hmm. have flourished in retirement. I mean, they yep. didn't have to worry about that. They didn't have the head trash. Uh, you know, it wasn't something weighing over them the whole time. It makes a huge amount of difference when you right. go into retirement with zero debt. I mean, it just does. It's just that relief of knowing that's one thing I don't have to come up with every month is that payment. Right. And and that is one of those things that, that can just nag at you if you don't have a, a way to take care of something efficiently. Here's the other thing, Philip. Not only do we want to do a good job of paying off that debt before retirement, we don't want to rack up new debt in retirement as well. And and I don't want to act like that's just frivolous spending. I mean, that could be things like the the water heater goes out and you've got to come up with a way to replace it. That can be a way you could have to rack up some debt. So talk about how you help somebody create a budget for all those retirement expenses and even factoring in some of those emergency one-offs because I think that's probably where people are going to run into the most trouble in retirement. It, it really is. And Jen, I just want to make sure I heard you right. Did you say Did you say budget? I, I did say that B word. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know it's a- usually people hear that word and they just shut down. <laughs> they don't want to listen anymore. Um but you're right. So, you know, that really, here's here's the deal, Jen. And, and that's what I've found is that if I know where my income's coming from on a month in and month out basis, then that kind of makes the budget flow much easier. It gives me a target to shoot for. Um, and, and so I think that that's the big part of it is putting together that income plan because part of that planning is an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. And some of the things you talked about are emergencies. The water you know, water heater goes out. Well, you know, that's not a $10,000 deal. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not cheap. You know, maybe but, it's right. 1000 1500 So I, I have always been a big believer of having an emergency fund. Now, the problem is, is that emergency fund doesn't make any money and mm-hmm. people don't like that. Right. <laughs> but, but that's not its purpose, right? It's there to provide for those emergencies. It's not there to make money. And so I tell people, look, you should have somewhere between uh, $20,000 to $50,000, depending upon what your budget is, in that emergency fund um, as a rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. And and so then if you've got that put over there for those emergencies and you've created this written retirement income plan, well, well, now I know how much money I've got to spend between Social Security and pension. And, and extra money that I can draw off of my investments, 
I know what I can spend. And most people, if they if they retire with that first key debt free, they never have an issue mm-hmm. with the amount of money they have coming in and being able to do what they want to do in retirement. Uh, I mean, I think that's the key. And so, so what does that mean? Well, it means, folks, that you need to have that written retirement income plan that we talk about so much on the show. And one of the things I want to offer folks today that have at least $150,000 built up for retirement is the opportunity to get one of those written retirement income plans. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815. That number again is 863 863- 285-3815 and let them know, hey, I want to sit down with Philip and I want to look at him putting together a written retirement income plan for me. It's that simple. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services and the second key to a comfortable retirement. Again, this was from a survey conducted by the Employee Benefit Research Institute. They found retirees who say they are comfortable in retirement have done the same four things. The first one, going into retirement with little or no debt. The second one is what they said was having a clear spend down strategy. So let's let's talk about what that means. What does that even mean? Well, Jen... It's, it's basically, as you're taking income out, what's going to be left? And so here's what I see when I sit down with people. Uh, we call it the, the junk drawer of income, right? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of accounts. They have a lot of different products out there. And they're getting income. But there's no plan in place. And they're getting what they need. But they don't know when that bucket's going to run out. They don't know where the next bucket's coming from. So... Our strategy when we put together an income plan is we're a bucket approach type type firm. We believe in that. And so we create a clear strategy that says, hey, bucket number one is going to last you five to seven years. Bucket number two is going to last you another five to seven years. Mm -hmm. And then between bucket number three and the growth bucket, hey, you're going to have enough income to last your lifetime. So that's the spend down. That's the, you know, when is that bucket going to run dry and when am I going to switch to the next bucket? You know, that's kind of what we call the spend down strategy. All right. So again, it's having a plan for how you are going to be spending down and accessing that money. Because the the other thing we need to understand here is there's a transition that happens, Philip, when we go from saving for retirement and accumulating and putting money aside to then managing our savings in retirement. We need to understand that everything changes financially. And that's why that spend down strategy is so important, right? There's such a transition there. It really is. And that's one of the things that I see folks miss the most, if you will. They've worked. Some folks have probably worked, you know, 40 to 45 years before they get ready to retire. And they've done a really good job of putting money away, putting money away, you know, getting the most out of their 401ks and their retirement plans. And, um, And they've done a great job of saving. And, and then it comes around to retirement time. You know, they don't change what they're doing. They keep doing the same thing. Keep making the same investments. Keep doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Which, when you were working, that was okay. Because if the market tanked, you were, you were benefiting, right? Because you were putting more money in. You are buying at a low price. So when the market recovered, you were going to benefit from that. Well, now in retirement, you don't have a paycheck coming in. Mm-hmm. You have Social Security. If you're lucky, you have a pension. And that's it. You have your investments that are going to create the rest of your income. And so often, um, folks don't change the style in which they're investing their retirement dollars. As a matter of fact, I would say 90% of the time, they don't make that change. Wow. And that's the biggest problem I see for those people as they head into retirement is they've not shifted gears in their in their IRAs and their 401ks and that type of stuff into a more risk adverse approach to creating income. 
What would you say people overlook the most when it comes to how they're spending down their savings in retirement? Is it just not accounting for certain expenses or or what do you think people overlook the most? I'm going to say that most people overlook when it comes to spending, they they really kind of overlook those things that um, automatically come out of their checking account, right? Mm. Like maybe insurance premiums. Um, you know, maybe their utility bill automatically comes out. They've got all these things set up on automatic. It's back of their mind, right? They don't see it. Yeah. So they don't realize it's really coming out of their checking account. So they don't account for some of those things when they start to put together the budget because they don't see them every month when they come in the mail. They just comes out of their account. A lot of them don't even open the envelopes. And so that becomes... You know, really part of the issue there when it when it comes to that kind of thing is is really the budget um, and the frivolous spending that they don't they don't realize what they're spending. Right. Right. Out and that kind of stuff. So, Jen, that's really, again, why it's so important that folks put together that written retirement income plan, uh, because that gives them that baseline of income. Uh, as a matter of fact, I met with several folks lately that say, hey, look. Here's how much income we can we can get you, and they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't I don't need that much income, hmm. you know. That's that's by the time I take my Social Security and that, that's that's way more than what I need. Let's pare that down a little bit. But they wouldn't know that, right? If they didn't put together that written retirement income plan. So, folks, listen. If you've not done that, if you've not sat down and put together a written retirement income plan, and you're just taking your income from here, there, and everywhere. And it's meeting your needs, but do you know when you're going to run out of money? That's the key. Give us a call and let us help you put together that written retirement income plan. Listen, if you're listening to the show today and you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, give us a call. Let us put together a written retirement income plan just for you. That phone number is 863-285-3815. 3815 would love to sit down with you and go through that process. That number again is 863-285-3815. Talking today about a study from the Employee Benefit Research Institute that found that retirees who consider themselves to be comfortable in retirement, they've done the same four things. Philip is going to continue breaking down these four keys to a comfortable retirement in just a moment. Stay with us. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. Philip was the Highlander, was the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. Statlerfinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And today we're talking about a study from the Employee Benefit Research Institute. It found that retirees who consider themselves to be comfortable in retirement, they've all done the same four things. So we're calling these the keys to a comfortable retirement. So Philip, for those who missed it, because we've already covered a couple of them, let's recap those first two keys to a comfortable retirement and why you think they're important. Absolutely, Jen. So the first key is to go into retirement with little or no debt. Now, that should be obvious, right? Because if we are in debt, then that's that much more income we have to produce to pay down the debt. Mm-hmm. 
and that's less income we have to spend or use or create income with. So, so that's number one. We need to, to those folks that I see that retire with little or no debt have a much better success rate through retirement. The second one we talked about last segment was a uh, to create a clear spend-down strategy. Now, for us at Statler Financial, we believe in a written retirement income plan using kind of a bucket approach so that you are going to spend down each bucket until you get to the last two buckets, which are going to last you throughout your lifetime. Um, and so not having that strategy on paper written down can cause problems. We want to make sure that we've got those things in place so that we can have the retirement income we need for uh, for the future. And that's that's the spend down strategy. All right. So little or no debt, clear spend down strategy. The next key, again, these are people who responded to the survey and said they feel comfortable in retirement. They say they have some sort of employer provided assistance. Now, that sounds pretty good, but maybe a little bit harder to get. What What can you tell us about that one? Well, obviously, those folks that retire with a pension like you just said, it's hard to get these days, but obviously they're ahead of the curve, right? Because yeah. they not only have social security, but then they're going to have their, their pension also. So then they, they have the three-legged stool still, but mm-hmm. not a lot of people do, but then they've got the pension, social security, and then the last third of their income they can create from their own savings. But a lot of people don't have that, right? They only have social security and they have a nice 401k. They've got some money saved. So we, you have to create your own pension. Mm-hmm. And, and really and truly, that's why we created the income plan, because that really does give us our, our pension, right? We can adjust it for inflation. We can tweak it for more money up front, less money down the road. There's all kinds of little nuances that we can walk through to, to make it be your pension uh, for down the road. Mm-hmm. Now, within that, you have to use the right tools. Right. Right. And so, you know, we're, we're going to use portfolios. You got to have some risk. You got to have some safety. It takes both things, Jen. And this is people's misconception. It takes both safety and risk mm-hmm. to create income that you're not going to outlive. Um, so many people think they can just go all safe. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that won't keep up with inflation. Other people think they will be all in the, you know, a balanced portfolio. Well, what we've learned over time is that when the market goes down, all the markets go down. The, you know, the bond market goes right. down, not maybe not as much, but it still goes down. And if you're taking money out, that's going to be problematic for your money to last throughout your lifetime. So it takes both. Mm-hmm. And that's what we put together in our retirement income plans is both. So obviously the risk side, people know where that's coming from. That's coming from the stock market, right? Having a a nice portfolio that's going to help keep up with inflation. So where's the safety going to come from? Well, that's where annuities come into play. Not just any annuity. You got to have the right kind of annuity put in there. One that's not costing an arm and a leg. One that's going to provide you the income you need down the road. Now, obviously, when you deal with annuities, there's some downside, right? Just like there is when you're in the market. Downside is there's a holding period. Maybe that's five years, seven years. Maybe it's 10 years that you got to hold on to it. That's why it's built into a plan, because it's a tool that's going to be used at a specific time for a specific reason. So those are the type of things that we want to make sure that we're looking at when we put together that retirement income plan, Jen. And I think that's that's important when you wreck it when you talk a little bit about having both um, because th- there is a balance there when it comes to safety uh, and and that uh, non guaranteed versus what we would call guaranteed or protected income and that's really what your process is all about is helping us identify analyze where we are now and then identify ways that we can achieve that balance. Before we get into our final key, just talk a little bit about how we can reach you to get started on creating that that retirement design that helps us achieve both the right balance between growth and safety. 
Absolutely, Jen. So, so the core retirement design helps people to calculate how much risk they have in their portfolio. It helps them determine how much risk they're willing to take. It helps organize their objectives and goals. It, it reviews where they are compared to their current portfolio as terms of risk and cost analysis. And then it helps them establish, right, the optimized risk match portfolio, which makes that portfolio line up really and truly with their risk number. Give us a call to walk through that process, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is with Statler Financial Services, and I'm Jen Rizak alongside. And the final key to a comfortable retirement is having some sort of guaranteed income. So, Philip, you were just, you know, we were talking a little bit about that balance between non-guaranteed and guaranteed. That could be Social Security. Uh, that could mean a pension. We don't see a lot of that anymore. Or you can create your own stream of guaranteed income that kind of works like a pension. But just talk about how important that is, Philip. Philip, reiterate how important it is to have both, because I, I think in an ideal world, everything would be guaranteed income, but I don't think that's a reality. So we've got to make sure that we're making the right decisions with guaranteed versus non-guaranteed income, right? Well, th- that's right, Jen. We really do. And and when we think of guaranteed income sources, you know, the first one that comes to most people's mind is Social Security, mm-hmm. right? Social Security is going to come in every month, no matter what. But we have to make sure that we are making the right choice when it comes to taking our social security um, as well as our pension Mm -hmm. and making sure we're putting the right pieces together within that pension uh, to make sure that everything's going to line up with, with everything else. So, so you've got the guarantees between social security and maybe a pension. And then on the other side, we've got the income plan with some, I'm not going to say guarantee guarantees, but with some optimism of here's where we should be. Now, I believe in being really and truly realistic when we put together our income plans. We're not going to use some high number in terms of, oh, the market's going to do 8, 10, 12 percent. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen, Jen. We're going to look and say, hey, can my money last as long as I do if I only earn 3 percent? Because if that's all I make and, and it'll work, then I'm, I'm good, right? So, so don't let anybody use unrealistic expectations on, on how much money you can make, whether it's in the stock market, the bond market, and an annuity. It doesn't matter. Don't let somebody give you unrealistic expectations, Jim, because hmm. that will just cause everything to just blow up when right. you need to start taking your income. And we do need to to make sure that we're making the right decision with things like Social Security when you do look at, at some of those sources of income that you'll have. Talk a little bit about how that fits in. How do we make sure we're making the right decision there? It's easy for some people to make because they just say, I want to take it now. They just click on it, right. <laughs> they just click on it and go, I want to take it. Well, that's not always the best way to do it. You need to understand, one, what are you giving up if I take it now? And two, is there a better alternative than taking my Social Security now? When I look at my own situation, if you're married, you've got to take into consideration your spouse. And when are they going to take it? There's a lot of ins and outs, Jen, when it comes to Social Security. And I see people way too often say, I'm going to take it as soon as I can. And folks, Hmm. that may be a good decision. But more often than not, it's not the best decision. You need to have a plan in place that takes into account when you want to take your Social Security. Aside from creating an income strategy for retirement, making the right decision with things like Social Security and understanding our our guaranteed and non-guaranteed income sources, which is a lot, but what else do we need to think about? Well, there's a, there's a list of things you need to think about, Jen, when you head into retirement and saving and, and spending in retirement. One is taxes. I can't tell you how many times folks will sit down and say, well, I'm retiring. I'm going to get my Social Security. I'm going to take some money on my IRA. And so I'm not going to have to pay any taxes anymore because I'm retired. Guess what? Hmm. Doesn't That's work false. that way. Right. <laughs> That's right. 
you, you never retire from taxes unless your income drops below the thresholds. Taxes are going to be there. They're a way of life. Um, the other thing people forget about is health care. Health care doesn't quit. You know, you don't quit paying for it just because you retire. We still have Medicare you're paying for, Medicare supplements you're having to pay for, those type of things. Inflation. Oh, so many people forget about inflation. Why? Because we've seen so many years of basically non-existent inflation, um, which reminds me, I was at Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. I got me a peanut butter parfait. Yes. And I can remember when I used to pay a dollar fifty-nine. Oh, not anymore. For that peanut butter parfait. Yeah. It was four dollars and seventy-nine cents. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah. So that's inflation, Jen. That's inflation. And then obviously long-term care. Uh, you know, people need to take that into consideration as they head into retirement. That's right. A a lot of things to think about. And so talk a little bit about how having a comprehensive strategy that addresses all of these things can help us feel more confident. And how can we get that started? You know, Jen, it it is just people that retire with a written retirement income plan in place have that peace of knowing where their money is coming from, when it's coming from that spot. And, and I have people all the time, we sit down and say, and they say okay, now, so next year I'm going to switch where I'm getting my money from. Absolutely. So they're, they're, they're on track. They know exactly what's happening with their income plan. That needs to be you as you're heading into retirement. You know, that's important that you understand. That's why I believe it's so important that you have that written retirement income plan. And so if you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, please, please, please give us a call. Let us help you put together that written retirement income plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We have covered a lot on the show today, but we still have to put Philip to the test. So we've got a round of retirement trivia coming up next. Stay with us. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside the president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. We are getting ready to start our trivia segment here in this part of the show. So Philip's a little on edge right now, but I think he'll be all right because our topic this week is something that you are pretty darn familiar with, and that is taxes. So I think, yeah, I think yeah, be you know, we are pretty familiar with them, yeah. but, you know, I'm still a little on edge because, you know, taxes can be a pretty, pretty big well, topic to cover. Yeah. And, and I am not going to lie. I am trying to be kind of tricky here um, to see if I can get you. So, of course you are. <laughs> so of course you are. that's how I roll. All right. I, I am ready with the, the buzzer and the bell. Um, because we'll let you know if you got it right or wrong. So are you ready to go through our trivia questions uh, uh, here? Uh, you know, 
I guess I am. <laughs> I'm not real sure, but uh, let's shoot. Let's All see right. what uh, what Philip can get right here. All right. Well, some of these are, are kind of tricky, kind of obscure trivia to know. Um, first question, these are multiple choice. So I'll ask the question. I'll go through your possible answers, and then we'll see how you do. Our first question, when was the federal income tax created? Was it A, 1776, B, 1804, C, 1861, or D, 1913, the federal income tax? So, you know, Jen, you got to eliminate things first, right? So, 1776, I know, you're right, that was a a declaration of independence. They didn't start with it, all right. They didn't start with income tax, that I know. Um, I got to tell you, two of them, I don't have a clue, but, but I do remember that 1913, was when income tax started to be applied in the United States. All right, 1913. I'm going to pick D. I'm going to pick D, 1913. Final answer? Yep, that's my final. I mean, I got a copy of the old tax return right there, 1913 (laughs) return. All right, that is your final answer. Well, technicality. How can I Technicality. All right, I'll, I'll walk you through it. The technical, I, I, I could give you the bell also because you, you did know a lot, but I wanted to give you the buzzer because, I'm sure you did. <laughs> because 1861 was when President Lincoln signed the Revenue Act of 1861. That imposed the first ever federal income tax to generate funds to cover the Civil War. They repealed it, but then they brought it back in 1913, establishing the federal income tax system we know today. So on a technicality, I give you the buzzer. Although you knew a lot of the history there. Maybe okay. I should have been nice. I should have given you the bell, but I didn't. Well, I'm sure everybody out there was excited <laughs> that you actually got to give me the buzz. That's right. Yeah. All right. We'll see how you do on the next one. Okay. So now thinking back to when that tax system was put into place, what was the first tax deadline when the modern federal income tax was established? So our first tax day was A, January 1st, B, February 14th. C, March 1st, or D, April 1st? What was the original deadline for filing those taxes back in 1913? Well, January 1st would be too soon, right? That'd be too mean. Right <laughs> I don't know if they had Valentine's Day back then, but who'd want to <laughs> file your taxes on Valentine's Day? Um, you know, none of them are like the 15th of anything. No. So um, no. I'm going to say... I know they keep extending it, so I'm going to say March 1st. C, C, March, C 1st. March 1st. Final answer? That, yeah, that's my final answer. All right. That was the original deadline. Um, but then by 1919, things were getting too complicated, so they pushed it back to March 15th, and it stayed March 15th until 1955, and that's when they decided to give us until April to get the paperwork done. So, little history. Okay. On the filing deadlines. And of course, um, well, I've got one more on, on tax preparation. So let's go ahead and uh, oh, gotcha. let's go ahead and do one more here. Um, this is just true or false. So you've got a pretty good shot here. True or false, the job of tax preparer is female dominated. What do you think of that? Interesting. Yeah, I think there's probably more female accountants. Uh-huh. Probably because it came from kind of bookkeeping aspect of things, maybe. Um, so I'm going to say that most likely that, um, females dominate that, that industry. All right. So true is your final answer. Yep. True is my final answer. All right. You got it. There. 65% of all tax preparers are women. The average age for tax preparer is 47 years old, and the majority are in New York and Chicago. That's, no, that's interesting. the tax preparers are. But it's good to talk about some of these things because we've been talking a little bit about tax preparation, tax filing deadline, um, and those are it's, good things to know. But, because they're coming up. They're coming exactly. up here pretty quick. But, yeah. but one of the things that, that we talk about a lot on this show is there's a difference between tax preparation and getting your taxes filed and getting all that taken care of and what we talk about in terms of tax planning and being proactive and thinking about that in the future, right? Oh, that's so true. You know, I, I know, most folks out there know that my background is in that whole industry of, of accounting and tax. And so... Um, You know, I I just know that this time of year, when it comes to tax preparation season, you know, the accountants out there are are working their tails off getting tax returns done. 
which means we're historians, right? We're taking stuff that people did last year and we're putting it on the returns so they don't get in trouble. You know, even in all the years I've done this, which is um, just so you know, is over 30, <laughs> um, the likelihood of actually doing planning other than preparation is, is a pretty minor. You know, we don't get much opportunity to do planning. And I, I, and sometimes I don't know why that occurs, but there should be more planning done when it comes to taxes. Right. And so talk a little bit about if we haven't thought through that, um, or, or maybe that's not something that the person who's been helping us with our finances, if they haven't talked a little bit about tax planning versus tax preparation. Let's just talk real quickly about how we can get a second opinion from somebody like you. Give us a call. I mean, because we do understand the tax system and we understand how taxes can erode your retirement. So give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's walk through our core retirement design where we'll help you understand what things are going to eat away at your retirement assets. Again, that's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, and he's in the hot seat right now. We are going through our taxes trivia segment. Um, He's doing pretty well on him so far, though. Our next one is another true or false question, and I think this one could be eye-opening for a lot of people. True or false, Philip, as we talk today about taxes, your Social Security benefits are the only source of income guaranteed to be tax-free. Is that true or false? I'm going to tell you, Jen, there's a lot of people out there that believe that. Mm -hmm. But I know, because I've had enough conversations, that that statement is 100% false. And that is your final answer? That's my final answer. You got it. I didn't. That one I know because, you know. You didn't even need the bell to verify. (laughs) People can have to pay up to 85% of their Social Security can end up being taxable. They they just don't understand that at all. But it all is a factor of how much income you have coming in outside of your Social Security. And there's a funky formula that you have to use to come up with what that number is. But, you know, somewhere between zero and 85% of your Social Security can end up being taxable. I bet just about everyone listening has a few areas where they can become a little more tax efficient with their retirement money. Folks, listen, I want to help you understand the potential impact taxes can have on your retirement savings. I want to help you learn about ways to reduce or possibly eliminate taxes in retirement and help you create an income strategy so your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to last. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call me at 863-285-3815 and we can help you go over your retirement accounts and uncover what your possible tax liabilities are going to be in the future. And we'll talk about some of the strategies that can help you reduce your taxes down the road. It could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket to spend the way you want to instead of the way the government wants to. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Call me now at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. There is just a short window of opportunity to take action to keep taxes from taking too much of a bite out of your savings. It could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket over a lifetime. 863-285-3815 is that number. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.